fellow word lovers, how are you? I hope you are very good. I hope you are having a very good day and I welcome you to the Writing Lab podcast. I am very thankful for you for allowing me to borrow your time and for listening to me. Today, uh, first of all, I want to talk about uh, the elephant in the room and that is why did our podcast name changed? And there's a little story to it. I made a mistake when I chose the writing desk. I googled it, but I never actually went to Spotify to make sure that there wasn't a podcast with the same name, which was a mistake, of course. And then when I published it and when I wanted to check it out on Spotify, I found out that there was another podcast already with that name. So I I decided to change it like there. Nobody told me that it couldn't be done, but I prefer to change it just, you know, just to respect the other, um, the other person, the other creator. So I don't know if you remember that I also talked about in last episode about a writing desk being like a writer's laboratory where they can experiment and when they come up with their magic. <laughs> so after a little thinking, I came to the writing lab and I actually think that it's a better fit for the podcast because this is a place where I am going to be experimenting with everything, with my writing, with um, recording, with uh, talking to other people, uh, with uh, working with my own uh, manuscript. And I feel like it is actually a very, very interesting name and that actually fits better what I want to do with its, this podcast. So. That's why we have this new name. I had the logo changed and I um, picked another color, which is blue. I feel like I, I like blue better. So I feel like this is the second trial and I feel like it's a, uh, a good change. I like it very much. So without any further ado, let's get started with today's topics. So first of all, I'm going to talk to you about uh, what I'm reading, which is still the Goldfinch. And, but I haven't finished it, as I also told you about last week. I feel like I am going very slowly with this book, but I finally managed to finish the first, the first half of the book. And I wanted to talk to you two things that so far I, I find that are very, very interesting in Donna Tartt's writing. The first of them being how natural she, how naturally does she talk about difficult or very sensitive topics? And that is something that I admire from her totally. Um, so I'm going to point out to some examples about this. And spoiler alert, if you haven't read The Goldfinch, if you're planning on reading it, maybe skip this part um, and maybe join me in like five minutes from now. But... For example, there are two specific moments where this naturally in uh, in her talking, or I mean in her narration, uh, really struck me like, what? Like, it, I found it so amazing. How can she normalize these, um, these things in Theo's life? For example, the first one is when, when Theo uh, starts doing drugs and starts drinking, she doesn't tell the reader that this is wrong or she doesn't tell the reader that this is bad, that Theo shouldn't done that, that he will regret it 
or that this is something you shouldn't do or she you know I love the fact that she didn't stay away from these topics and that actually she went through with them in a very natural way and also and maybe more importantly when Theo is about to leave Vegas and to go back to New York and Boris uh, Boris is saying they are both saying their goodbyes and Boris suddenly kisses him again this phrase like the presenting of this um, scene is very natural and very normalizing of this of the relationship between these two boys. I feel like this is something I I want to focus on because she gives the reader nothing more and nothing less than what the reader needs to know. She is not giving you any like she doesn't want to build any prejudice on you she doesn't want to tell you this is wrong or this is right and i like it because that's the way life works actually like life just hits you in the face with whatever is happening and you have no um you have no telling beforehand nobody is uh giving you any any warning so i like this about her a lot because I struggle with this a lot as a writer because I have a hard time sometimes finding a balance between what I am letting the reader know about the story and when should I stop giving them so so much of a information? Where should I let the reader find their own conclusions? So this is something that I, I admire in Donna Tartt very much she gives you just the perfect amount of information and you do with it whatever you want. And this is the first thing. And then the second thing that I um, enjoy and I pay attention to very much in her writing is how she can transport the reader from one place to the other and how can she shift completely the way these, both, uh, these two settings are perceived. So when she is talking about the things that happened in Vegas, you feel a completely different atmosphere than when she's talking about New York. She builds these two different worlds with a very, very subtle, in a very, very subtle tone. And I like how she, how can she create these two worlds within just the first half of the book, uh, which is as far as I've gotten, I find this to be very admirable in her writing and it's something that, I, I mean, I, I don't mean that I want to copy her, but it's something that I would like to better my writing at. Like, I feel like I can learn from her in this way. And that's it. That's about the Goldfinch. Um, right now, I told you last week that I am also reading Dale. Carnegie's um, How to Make Friends and Influence People, but I didn't even touch that book throughout the week. I uh, didn't have time to do it. And actually this, this book, I don't know why. I think it's because there's not like a, like a thread or like a story going through the whole book. And that's why it, it's very hard for me to pick it up. Like, I'm like, no, I don't have time. I'll do it later. But the funny thing is like when I am actually reading, I find it very interesting. So 
it's just a weird weird thing there and I don't know uh, above it all I found it very always very interesting how how two different writers and their writing can make you feel completely different like you can feel very identified and very cultivated by some writer and their story and the way their story is developing and being completely not repelled but not interested in some other's story I don't know, the combination between the writer and reader is always very interesting because I'm pretty sure it has happened to you that maybe your favorite book, maybe your best friend just finds it to be dull or boring or too much. And maybe their favorite book is something that you find to be completely extra or not interesting or I don't know. I don't know what kind of adjective to use, but it is very funny how that combination reader, writer, and story works. It's just crazy. But that's it for my reading this week. And, and I'll get into the part that I want to talk to you more, the more about, is what I worked this week on, on my writing. So this week, I've told you before that I have not, I had not a single idea on how the literary world works. I don't know any writers, nobody in my family writes, nobody like my friends, none of them are interested in this stuff. I am, have no idea on how any of these things actually work. So I have been going through the internet and trying to find resources and trying to find different blogs and different YouTube videos and trying to find across um, people's uh, or other writers' experiences, trying to find how things actually work. And just in order to make uh, myself or to get a better idea on how I should proceed with my writing, because uh, I told you before, I would like to pursue the traditional publishing way. And it's very hard and very, very intimidating when you don't know a thing about it. So as I have been going through the internet looking for resources, I found a online course on LinkedIn's Linda, which is their educational portal or the, their educational website. There's a course called How to Sell Your Manuscript to a Major Publisher. And this course is by a writer called Jessica Brody. Uh, Jessica writes a very different uh, range of books. And in this course, she talks about her experience on how she found the literary work. How did she figure out how it worked? I really recommend you if you are interested in it too. And if you are a newbie as I am, to go and check it out. It's very, very interesting, the insight that she has. And for this week, you know, also uh, with her, with her course on one hand and all the other stuff that I have found online, this week, uh, since my manuscript is already done, uh, revised by me, I don't know how many times already, and I have been through the beta reading, the beta readers process, so I am starting with actually moving towards the querying agents process. So 
What I am looking forward to is to contact agents and see if any of them would like to work with me, if any of them would like to represent me or my story. And that's something that, again, is very, very intimidating for me because I have no idea on how to do it. But Jessica's course has actually been like a light in this darkness because um, she gives a lot of information that is very interesting. And for this week, what I started to do is like, okay, to stay back from my manuscript because when you get so into your work, sometimes you lose focus or you lose perspective. So what I did this week was like to take a step back and to try to look for my manuscript from afar and trying to define how does my book fits in the literary already existing world? Where does my work fit in? And it's very interesting because again, I had to do a lot of research and first of all, I had to find out which genre, that word is very, very fancy, genre, probably I'm saying it wrong anyways, <laughs> uh, but which genre does my story belongs to or does my story fits in? Um, it's, I don't know, I found it to be a very, very confusing process because I found that it doesn't fit almost anywhere. And I found that in the genre that it fits the most, it's what they call women's fiction. But I have a problem with this genre. I don't like the thing. I don't like the idea of stuff being written only for women. I feel like women are just humans, and hu humans' problems are humans' problems. Like I can read about men's problems and it just because I'm a woman it doesn't mean that I am not interested in those kinds of problems as well so anyway that's a personal personal issue there but I had to do a lot of research on what the uh, current genres genres are because sometimes there are new coming out um, just because uh, writers are always experimenting new things there are new genres out there. Uh, for example, I found something like an inspirational thriller or a psychological drama, which are just combinations of the bigger um, genres. And uh, it's very interesting uh, how do they mix and overlap. Anyway, that was, I think, the most imp one of the most important um, aspects of my writing that I had to figure out. It is also very important to, to find out who are you writing to? Who do you think, just I was telling you before, this combination between writers and readers, which would, who would be the people that would be interested in reading what you are writing? Who do you think would recommend it to their brothers or sisters? Or who would say to their best friends, oh my God, you gotta read this. Who would be the people that would um, resonate with your words, with the story that you are writing? And also, who, what is the main message that you want to say with your writing? What is it? What's the point that you want to uh, make other people pay attention to? 
So these are like very, very important things because that's when you step back, that's the main point of your writing. And also, how is this important to the world? Like how is other people going to be affected by the things that I am writing? How can they be changed or how can this help them? Or how can my writing inspire them? How can I make their lives better or easier? Or how can I make them feel not alone? How can I talk to them in a way that they want to listen? So I feel like these are a very interesting and very important parts uh, when you are trying to get your story to be published. Because at the end of the day, that's what your story is. While we are writing, we sometimes get immersed in all the details and the characters and the settings and all of that stuff. But I think that the main reason why we are writing is because we want other people to listen. And it's also very important to know what we are telling them, what we want them to listen to. So these are all the things that I was working on this, uh, on this week. Um, I think it's a, the first step towards trying to get other people interested in my novel because at the end of the day that's what you have to do get agents and get publishing houses to be interested in your writing so that they want to buy it and so that they want to publish it and so other people can have access to it again you can also do this through the self-publishing path which is something that i have been considering considering just because I have as a dream in my in my mind to be published and to find my book in a library th that is why I want to go through this first if I find that no one is interested maybe I'll keep this book for later maybe I'll work on it later on um, I'll get to work on something else and if not another of the options I have in my head is to go through self-publishing but I think it's it's worth a try, you know? I feel like I've come to terms with it and I feel like I'm gonna try it. I'm, go I'm gonna give it my all. But if it doesn't work, I want it, I want it to not work just because it didn't have to work and not because I didn't try it. Um, I didn't try it hard. So I'm gonna give it my all and see how things go. And I hope that this podcast is also a way for you to know that other people is also struggling, that other people has the same dreams that you have, but that we all struggle. Like, I don't know what it is to be a published writer or anything. Fingers crossed, maybe one day I'll know. But I feel like a lot of people want what we want. And we are not alone and we are not crazy for wanting what we want in that in this century and in this year 2020 when the world is going crazy wanting to be a writer is not absolute and it's not just wasting your time i think is one of the most noble professions and the most noble craft and i feel i i say let's keep on trying until we find what we are looking for so i think that's all that i wanted to talk to you about um yeah, I feel like I don't have anything else today. This week, um, this coming week, I'm going to be working on some pitches for my novel. I am going to be working on 
uh, my full synopsis because that's something that after you sent a query letter they might ask for so I'm gonna be working on that and I'm gonna keep on analyzing my novel finding some other um, you know aspects of it that I haven't worked on and I'll see you next week with my progress and maybe other progress on my writing and maybe something else that I find along the way and that I think that you might find interesting. Again, thank you so much for listening. And if any of you feel that you want to share with me your experiences or your struggles or your dreams, I that would be that would make me very happy because that way I would feel like, hey, this is working. We are not alone. We are um, confirming this uh, army of writers wannabe <laughs> and that we want to and we can support each other. So again, you can follow me on my Instagram. It's changed again to the writing lab. Um, you can also pass by my Patreon and maybe if you want to support me there too. That's all I have in for today. And again, thank you so much for your time. I hope you have the best of the days. I hope you have a nice morning, evening, or maybe night. I don't know. I hope that your coffee tastes just the perfect way. Not too sour, not too sweet, just the way you like it. I hope that the weather is nice, whatever you are. And I hope you have a very nice and productive week. So... I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.